Thank you for listening to the Resources for Integrated Care podcast series, Best Practices for Implementing Enrollee Advisory Committees. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on August 31st, 2022. In this podcast, Walt Malik, an Enrollee Advisory Committee member for CareSource, discusses his perspective on Enrollee Advisory Committees. I got involved with uh, CareSource through my care manager at Direction Homes. I was asked how I might find out more about my benefits from CareSource and how they applied to me, what my options were, my limitations were. And I was a person that was new to a disability. And then I developed diabetes after that. And so I had lots of questions. I was concerned about my future and what was going to happen and what things were going to look like. How was I going to survive? And your advisory council had just started to be in process then, and my care manager got me an invitation to the meeting. I've been involved for about four or five years, I'm not exactly sure which, to this present day. Thought up front this was going to be an exercise in appeasing uh, people and putting band-aids on issues, that it might be said that, that we care for you and we're gonna make things better with few results and probably program disappearing, but I was totally wrong. My assumption, I was way off, and I believe that this council really wanted to make a good care difference in people's lives while making care source a solid and viable choice for those who are looking or dissatisfied with their present insurance. I have asked several times as I've gone through the meetings if we were making a different care source. And this meeting today has opened my eyes to a number of things of the detailed process that you folks are putting in here. My role on CareSource, we wasn't sure at first what it was going to be like, but as a person with a disability and had some issues with my former insurance company, expectations and fears of the future, I've been allowed to express with other people who are experiencing many of the same problems, their issues and their concerns. And along with the leaders from CareSource who bring direction and order to the meeting, we have learned to express our hurts, our concerns in a calm way. I believe we have moved on from just being concerned about ourselves to actually being concerned about the constituencies that are involved with CareSource. It's not just us. Realize we're making an impact in people's lives besides just ourselves. And that brings great satisfaction. We are giving input to how things are working, how things are received, the need to change, or suggestions that we might have. As a council member, I feel I am part of a team that's benefiting others. I always appreciated the in-person meetings, but I know COVID kind of put a curve in that. Online is convenient, but lacks relational and emotional experiences. As we get online, one or two of us are always seem to have the problem of making connections. After greeting everyone is complete, we are given a verbal agenda of what we are going to accomplish at the meeting. We then go down to following through with that agenda. All materials we are going to cover have usually been given to us up front weeks in advance, so we have an opportunity to review it and consider its credibility. Each member is offered the opportunity to comment and make suggestions. If someone is quiet, they're asked if they have an opinion. 
the meeting ends on time and comes to a close then. This is one of the things I like for in-person meetings. We had time to talk after the meeting and deal with individual issues and each other and gain some better understanding. Some of the things we talked about, some of the things that we deal with, one of the major topics that always seems to come up is transportation. We've heard that a number of times, and that seems to be an ongoing issue and a lot of small parts to that that are still trying to be worked out. But we've talked about how do we as individuals deal with getting online and finding our caregivers, our doctors. We even had exercises and actually bringing a computer in and practicing doing that. How do we find our doctors? One of the questions that's popped up a couple of times is, I've often gone to a doctor, I shouldn't say often, we have gone to doctors before and find out they are no longer in the system and somehow we didn't get addressed to us that this had happened. So we're there and we end up going to the doctor that didn't cover it anymore. So those issues are being taken care of and I truly appreciate it. People are listening. How do they collect the feedback? I've learned more today about how this feedback is collected and presented than I was aware of. It's much more detailed and better put together than I ever imagined. As I understood it, basically we go, we get the information, they share it with us, then we study it, we take it to the meeting, we're questioned on it, and I figured they take notes and they take it back and they present it to each other and then bring it back to us. But I see it goes much further and deeper than I really thought. So uh, we eventually get the things back at a later date and we're questioned, are these good or are these bad? I appreciate that. It says that you're caring about us and what we think works for us. Uh, what benefits have I seen through this is really phenomenal. I was suspicious of insurance companies and things like that. I figured they were in it for the money. But going to these advisory council meetings and getting to know the people and getting to know the leaders and seeing the results of what's happening, I have gained great respect for CareSource. I am excited to be part of what they are doing to reach out to their constituents. And I don't see it as just, okay, we're going to keep this as cheap as possible so we can make as money, much money as possible. I see them making changes that have helped me personally to move forward in my health. And that's a great place to go in a person's life that you gain the confidence of the people that you're serving. I, I think very highly of CareSource. I left another company to come to CareSource because I did not trust them. So that's kind of my testimony of my relationship with CareSource. And I've been trying to get people to come to join, but the problem is, I think, is that we don't always know who's on CareSource or not. That's one of the things I've struggled with. And I found one person in all the years I've gone there that have said they use CareSource. And he was a good friend that is at the last stages of dementia, and he just would not fit the order to be able to present himself in a good way there. But I'm looking, and I'll tell you, I am very thankful for the things that this whole group from the beginning of this presentation to now has done. And for our, our committee members, I think they need to see this presentation too. 
to get the big picture. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare-Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care. You can also find resources for integrated care on LinkedIn to stay up to date with our recent products and technical assistance.